they say music is life, so I give them the Chacha Music Review Podcast. Turned up the volume, gave them the time of their lives. They said they wanted new artists, I gave them the Chacha Spotlight series. They wanted deep music conversations, I plugged them into the Chacha Let's Talk Music series. They are crazy about the hit makers, so I hit them with the Chacha Hitmaker series. And for the albums I know they shouldn't miss, I blessed them with the Chacha Album Review series. I created the Chacha EP compilation series, so they will have a taste of the best of EPs. They should tell their friends. You should let your family know. We should let everyone who cares about African music know. Afisanova is back in the game. And you can catch me every Saturday and find the African sounds by bringing the best of African music to your ears. I am your musical plug, the creator of the energy force. And this is the Cha Cha Music Review Podcast. Good day, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and members of the Chacha Nation. You already know my name is Afis Tanova, your musical blog, creator of the Energy Force. And I'm back with another episode of the Chacha Spotlight series. The Chacha Spotlight series where I get to bring fast rising artists and we talk about their musical journey and everything in between. And without wasting much of your time, let me allow my artist for today to introduce himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, my people? Yeah, I greet you whatever time it is where you are. My name is Kilaja. I'm pleased to be here. Thank you very much for being here. Let's um let's get into it straight. Tell us what is your real name and how you got the name Skilaja. Okay, so my real name is Felix. Philemon Felix Sola. That's my real name. Philemon Felix Sola. So Skilaja, actually I was I started as a dancer. I was a dancer, yeah, in my early career. I was a dancer. So my name was Kios at the time. When I now went into music, like when I started doing music from the rap battles and all, got a manager. So my team was like, we needed to change the name Scales, uh, just not to conflict with um, Scales at the time, because Scales was popping. It's been a long time coming, by the way. So at the time, Scales was popping. So I was like, okay, so what are we going to call me? But before then, like some of them were already calling me Laja, like Ski Laja. And I was like, oh, that name is actually nice. So I had to like make a meaning of the name. So Skilaja just means um, large skills, someone that has large skills. Um, yeah, large skills, someone that is versatile, someone that is um, spontaneous in everything he does. Like, literally, I play the drums, I sit, make music, I dance. I be, I was even at the time working with a live band crew. So I was like, okay, the name is actually dope. And it suits me. And it didn't take time. Everybody just accepted it, just switched. Yeah, so that was how they came to. It was it was just a vision, skill larger, larger skills. So let's start from that point where you were a dancer. Like, what were you like? At what point did you become a dancer? So when I was dancing, like my career, everything about me has just been entertainment. Even from when I was in school. Like, let's just start from my background. My mom was a choir mistress, bless her soul. Um, my brother was also making music at the time when I was small. So I was always listening to more hits. I was always listening to old records, old classics. So like it's been in me, you get. But I had to like start off with dancing because it was the school something and I was making money off it then. I was getting dance shows, but I was only freestyling. I only knew I loved to rap. Like I only knew I could like sing any song they play in my house. Like I could sing any record that I can rap to, but only in my house. So before I now had to like spread it out to my boss, then when we were dancing, like my leader was like, I found you up. She was like, okay, what's up, do something. And I did something and she was like, she believed in me. She was like, ah, you're good. 
And I was like, eh. even till today, like sometimes I still get the feeling like, what's up? What am I doing that's even special? But like people that people actually believe in it, they believed in it, so it made me to like want to go into the music. You get me? So I had to like straight up. That was it. So I didn't just stop dancing. My manager at the time was like, um, they needed to like package, build those packaging something. Yeah, let's just package it. Let him stop dancing in the streets. I'm going for. Uh, advertisement like all those promo and all because i was getting money from that and i was not bothering my family about anything like i was trying to like sort myself out give me so but because um because my management was like okay let's it was not like a proper proper management we were just starting off it was just young people that like had passion and dreams that just believed in each other and just wanted to pull through some cool shout out to some cool it was the one that like made me to like officially start doing music and like switch up so I had to stay off dancing for a while just because I wanted to focus on my music. I don't regret it actually because dancing is actually a part of me because I can still do it whenever I want. I just need to like put in work and or have a reason to want to or like infuse it into my music, like so my music videos and stuff like that. Then I'm good to go. So I like how you said, you know, dancing is still part of you and, you know, it's still something that you do. But OK, so um, let us let us take it from this angle, right? You were, like you rightly said, your mom was in the choir, your elder brother was doing music, and then you decided to go and do, you know, dancing. And then after a while, you decided to switch to, you know, singing and music. Now, yeah. tell us, at what point did you decide and say, okay, you know what? Let me go into singing. What was the reason? What was the thought process behind it to say, I mean, like you said, dancing was giving you money. So why did you have to quit dancing that was already giving you money to go and start doing music? What was the thought process? And at what point was that in your life? It wasn't like I wanted to like stop music. Me stopping, uh, stopping to dance, sorry. Stopping to dance actually cost a lot for some people. Like I, my team was heartbroken. I can remember like my team did that. The one that even made me start rapping like that. Believe in me first. Skipo, shout out to her. Like, I can remember when I said I was not going to dance. Okay, I had, there was a friend I had that was like, yo, I asked Kipo that was one of the things she'll never forget in her life that someone has done to her. She said it was the day skills, said he was not going to dance with my crew anymore. I was like, yo, is this this deep? Like, <laughs> is it that deep? Like, is it that serious? Was that that important to them? You get me? So for you to be like that important to somebody, you should know that that thing was actually very, very dear part of me. Like, Everything I'm doing today, everything like I was nurtured properly from that place. So it wasn't like it was an easy thing for me to do. And again, I was getting money. And music as an upcoming artist, you're not going to get paid immediately. You get me? Like even if shows are going to come, it's just upcoming shows that you go for, you perform and you go home. If they spray you money, fine. If they don't spray you money, uh, still fine. Nobody's going to give you transport safe. By the time, the way I started my music, I started as a rapper. I can probably say in my city where I grew up from, Bakali Kibon State, yeah. I've never lost a rapper to before, like, it's not even possible. <laughs> so I don't want to, like, say that's what I'm bragging now, but, like, I'm trying to put you across the line why I switched from dancing to making music. And I didn't, like, think it twice. I was okay with it. So I started off as a rapper and then during the rap battles, um, we used to they used to spray us money. Yes, like normal left they could spray on our money. So <laughs> they spray us money and I was getting money from that one too. Again, like the rap battles was paying off. It was money was coming, like 
Sometimes we do rabbits to those premium money. Sometimes I go and perform the shows as premium money. So I was still getting money. He gave me. It wasn't like I switched and I was just not getting money. But it was not just always like my dance. I can just stay on a normal Tuesday or Monday and I get caught and be like, oh, we have a dance show. Get people on go dance or a birthday. Get this one. And I thought I thought money could fall out. So because the rap was also bringing money, not that much though. And I saw the way people believed in me, like, people actually really believed in me. I had people that believed in me at the time. They were like, yo, you can do this. Uncle cool was telling me, and the thing he was bringing to the table then, there were things I wanted to do. Like, I, had, I already had passion for music. I was seeing my brother doing music when I was growing up. There were already 15 shows, GMP, that's my other brother. He makes music too. It's a very big inspiration to me, yeah. So I'm doing music today and it's entertainment. I'm very sure it's from him, because back in the days at home, when I was even little, like I could back him up in some songs, shampoo and the rest. So it's just been a part of us. So I've seen him do shows. I've seen him do like, I know okay, this is the kind of life I want for myself. And I was thinking as a dancer, not like dancers don't go far. Yeah, they still get to the pick of the careers. Like we have the Bokulis, Kafi Dance, yeah, and the rest of them. They still get to the pick of their careers. So, but I was like, yo, as a dancer in this local state, I'm not sure I'm gonna like, make it the way I'm going to make it in music or like reach the dream the way I want to reach it if I make music. I might just end up keep dancing in that street or maybe my head would have been different. My luck would have been different. The grace, you know, I would have still made it very well with the dance because I was really actually good. I was like one of the best dancers in the town at the time. So I knew that I was always doing good too. But because I had a bigger dream and I knew that people believed in the dream too and they saw it that it's actually big. For them to like invest, do you know what it means for someone to believe in you? Like invest his time, money that he doesn't even have at the time, but like wants you to take you to see people, the little he can he do, does for you. So it's love. It was love. We just believed in ourselves and we we're doing it. So I, I felt like I just this life, this life for me. So that was how I like went into music. I was dancing. I didn't stop it completely. I was going once in a while so when there's no phones like that. I'll go once in a while. At some point. It dawned on me, bro, because at some point there was no shows coming through. Shows were not coming, money was not coming. I was just there, always in the studio. Bro, bro it's crazy. But before God came through and I left to Abuja, yeah. Still from my manager then, Labakali, he was still the one that did the connection and everything, and we all moved to Abuja. So you see, it's been a long time coming. We all believed in ourselves. So I saw that everything was going to happen like that, and, and I'm a kind of person that, I believe so much in myself too. And I believe that whatever I set my heart to do, I'm gonna achieve it. So I was like, okay. I believe if I invest my time into this thing, it's gonna work. That's why. It's my passion too. Not just because I know it's a big deal that's gonna work. It's passion. It's something I love doing. I love doing. And I'm surrounded by music too. So I had to like switch up straight up. That's a very that's a very interesting um, you know, story. I like how um, you were able to, like you said, switch up from, you know, dancing to music. And it wasn't as if it was something you woke up one morning and said, you know what, I want to switch. Like you said, it's something you've been doing at, at the site, outside your dancing, like you said, freestyle rapping. And again, you don't want to brag, but you mentioned it that nobody could beat you in freestyle and all of that. So you could tell, you know, from your story that the music was already in you, but probably not, you know, the way, not coming out the way you wanted it. So... After a while, it started, you know, to switch. Now, you switch into music. 
So from the moment you decided to say, okay, you know what? I want to give my all. How long will you say you've been doing music professionally? That's number one. And then number two, let's talk about your first studio experience, recording your own song. Walk us through. How was it like? Um, so professionally, I would say I've been doing music professionally. I've been doing music for like forever, bro. <laughs> but professionally, I started recording. I started recording in 2015. I recorded my first song in 2015. That was um, after I came back from the village from my dad's burial. Bless his soul. Yeah. So after I came back um, to Abakaniki, my friend, my classmate at the time, we were done with our work. Yeah, we just finished work then. So it was like, what's up? Let's um, record a song. Let's make a song. There was this beat he was always playing for me at the time then. So I was like, okay, we can fix it up and record, but I don't have money, bro. How are we going to do it? So he was like, no, no problem that he's working now that he can. We're done with YAC. Me, I went to, like, to the village for a burial. Yeah, I came back, but my guy was already working, so he was seeing phones already. So he was like, let's record. Let's go to a studio and record. I told my brother about it. I was like, yo, see the song wants to record. And he was like, okay, he'll take us to Paris studio. And we went to Paris studio. Um, shout out to Perry. He recorded my first song. We recorded rap mode. <laughs> that was the first song, Rap Mode. That song is crazy. Like, the, the outcome was just something else. <laughs> we didn't expect it to go the way it did. Like, in the hood, like, the whole hood knew about that song. They were like, yo, we recorded. And they were like, feeling the song. Feeling the song was so crazy. And that was the time I just met my manager. So that was the time I, like, officially wanted to, like, start this career. When I saw that, that Rap Mode went well. Even the producer was like, yo, I like this song. Tiwa Khalifa, shout out to him. Um, he's, I don't know if he's still making music right now, but I know he's, he has something to can spend about the top. So made the first record. Um, there are a lot of people have done this music with that, and not even like, not like it's easy for anybody. But they are not even putting their mindset the way I did. So I've been doing it for like, if I'm counting, it's going to be like eight years right now, bro. Eight good years of setbacks, going up and down, meeting the wrong people doing stores and all. Rap mode, when we recorded rap mode, at the time, rap mode was crazy in the whole street, in the whole state itself. Like, if I perform it in a show like this, it's shut down. There was a show that I even did in Abakaliki at the time. It was a government show that they brought stars that were from the town. Um, the likes of Kateriji came for the show. Some things happened there that I cannot start saying again because it's actually not something to just see. But there's some things that went on there. Um, from there, you just want to tell you, you just want to it was crazy, bro. The experience is not actually easy. But I kept on believing, bro. I kept on believing that, yeah, I should just keep chasing my dream. And I'm still chasing my dream. I'm not stopping. I'm just, right now, for me, it's like I'm just even starting. <laughs> After I put, my, put out my first EP in 2020, by Psycho Poetry. Yeah, I put out Psycho Poetry in 2020 when I moved to Lagos. That's when I put out Psycho Poetry. So professionally, Let's just call it five years, professionally. But when I don't blow, at that time, I go begin the countdown. <laughs> <laughs> when I don't blow, as I won't blow a hand. I go begin the countdown. All those years as experiences. What was your studio experience the first time you recorded your first song? What was the experience like in the studio? Were you nervous? Were you calm? Were you sweaty? You know, 
Let if us hear. If you if you ask any producer I've worked with, he will just laugh. He'll just be like, ah. There was a time I was recording, the time I was recording my EP, Psycho Poetry. When I went to record it in, in the island, I was saying in the mainland then. I went to record it in the island with my producer. Was, he just moved to Lagos too. So I came, um, because the house he was staying was even not, like he was working with the company that had a studio there. So he cannot just bring anybody and like want to record the person and not charge the person money. But because he had been person, he like had to talk to his guys. Maybe I should just get some people in the house. And, he helped me record that uh, EP. So when he wanted to record, he just told the guys, ah, ah, skills. Uh, how many songs you want to record? She not three songs. He's not a take time to record now. The first time I recorded was so clean, like, no stress. I'm even guessing it's one take, sir. Like, so it's as if I've been ready for, bro, I've been ready forever. Like, I've been ready forever. I didn't stress my producer. I did not stress it. So we just, just... I just he just played instrumental. I did my part. Ty Khalifa did his part. Young boys now that came out from secondary school, our head they hurt. <laughs> I would rap like our head they hurt. So, and we now had the opportunity to record me. I don't even have money to record. I now have somebody that said he wants to pay for a section for me. Then I can't go down myself. No, no, I can't do that. Bro. So I gave him my all. I already, I already believed myself that I was going to go. I was not nervous. I was not. It was nothing. The only time I used to get nervous sometimes is I'd be like, how far? We think they have this music set. Go, how far? Like sometimes you think about it too. So that's the only time you can get nervous. I only get nervous of failure. Like I don't want to fail. That's that's one thing. Now let's talk about your, your uh, what am I going to put in now? Your process when you want to make music. Do you like listening to the beat first or an idea does come to your head, you write it? down and then you begin to find what melody or what instrumental you work to or you need to first of all hear the beat before you can you know come up with come up with a concept um music is actually a very beautiful thing again music is actually creating music is so you enjoy music so creating it too is a very beautiful process it's a very very beautiful process for me i can record music in whatever way it comes like Sometimes I record on my on my phone, like I can have a vibe in my head. I can be doing something right now and I just get a vibe. It happens to me a lot. That's how I, most of my songs, like most of my records, that's how it comes. I might be doing something and the vibe just comes. And I just pick my phone and put the record on and start vibing. I have a lot of short, 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 short and I'm not completely, that's one thing about me. Like I'll just chop, 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 chop. I'll leave it like that. So when I like get a vibe and like, okay, I want to finish up the song or I hear a beat, and I feel like this vibe and melody is going to work with this, then I'll do it. And then sometimes too, we can like be in a section and the producer will be like, what's up, let's create something from the scratch. What idea do you have? We share ideas, we work on it. You can be there and producer also plays a record for you and plays a beat for you and be like, Alpha, how you see this job? How you see these beats? You like them? Then you start fixing out something to come. Inspiration will definitely come. Inspiration always comes. So that's, that's, that's how I make my music. I listen to the beat sometimes. Sometimes they send me beats. Sometimes I even go on YouTube. I was always going to YouTube now because there was a time when you can't always record. Not because our producer was like collecting even money from us. All you need to do is just buy for you. actually really try for us. Just buy for and just buy it out for yourself and for himself. You record for you. So, but there was no even money for Fuel. So we had to like always go online and look for beats, YouTube and look for beats you were writing to. Then you just come and do mixtape. 
you get me oh but it was helping it was what built us actually going to be even till today i still go to youtube school for instrumentals i might just be at home and i just want to have like a certain vibe and i'll just go to youtube and just search for instrumentals and just vibe all right now we've been talking about you know um your creation process your first experience in the studio now let's talk about your your stage performances um now like you said you've been in dancer so obviously you've been on different stage to I've dance right <laughs> exactly but there's always going to be a difference when you are dancing and then when you are now performing your own song tell us that experience the first time you got on stage to perform your own song what did it feel like um uh, it was actually very 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 beautiful for me i i loved the like because i was already doing rap before i like started before i even recorded my first song i was doing rap battles already before i recorded my first song yeah i didn't have any song but i was going for shoes i was just going to freestyles so the first day i performed was in a, a nightclub called tycoon it was like a hotel it has a nightclub it has a uh, but we used to dance there you get so that was the first place I went for a rap competition. That was that was on Christmas Day. But I don't remember the year, but that should be 2015, I guess. No, 2014 or something. I don't even know, but it was on Christmas Day that day. So I went and I my leader that I was dancing with, she was the one that was like, Alpha, I should go and perform. She they are calling for rappers that are doing rap to Make I go do that thing like they do. When me I had the day I did do one for make I go do one. See if it makes sense. I was like, okay. So I just summoned the car that I went. And if that first day I did it like the kind of people I met, the kind of people that came to meet me, like people like the cheering up and everything. I even, I, I ended up that was my first night of winning. Yeah, I won a fan. I can remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I even cried on stage, but it was crazy. It was so unbelievable. Like I was like, yo, this people believe in this thing I'm doing on my own, low key. Like this thing I don't stand for hours. I need to feel like this. I didn't know how it was even coming to like, but so it was just so so so, so beautiful to watch, and it made me. Like, why well, I said I didn't even lose any rappers. It's not like they're not good rappers in the town. They are very amazing rappers, good rappers. But I grew up to the extent that, like, people love me to the point that even if you are too good, like, my fan base will not even let you win. Like, it's not possible. Like, the fan base I had in that town then was so crazy. And I was still very small. I was so young. I was doing all these things at the age of, I was like 16, 17. I was already, like, doing my thing in the town. So, I had, I, had, I had a strong fan base in the town. I had fan base in the town to the extent that I knew that I cannot stay in that town no more. If not, I'm not going to get to it, I want to get to it. I had to like literally Because I cannot stay. You know, you, when you get comfortable, like, you just relax in your comfort zone and you just you just stay there and feel like, ah, let me be the best for you. I can just stay here. They dominate. They, just, they hate you. They see you everywhere. They hate you. But they broke nothing. Nah, it's crazy, man. Like, I couldn't live like that. I got to the extent that that was how I was so popular in the town. My music even to the when I go to the town, even though it's been a while, people still know me, like, they still see me and be like, yo, Skillaja, hey, Skillaja, or Skills. Those ones that know me as a dancer, they're some that don't even know I make music. They just know me as a dancer, they still call me, like, my name is Skills. Yeah, so it was that, it was that amazing. Like, I actually did myself good there. I actually did myself, did my thing. So the first time I performed, I was so optimistic about it. Although sometimes I had fear. I know I had fear of going to the stage to perform. I was a dancer, not like I was scared of the crowd. No, the crowd fright, stage fright is not my thing. Like I don't have it even for when I was dancing. For when I was small, self, I was dancing in birthday parties in my streets. 
so I was not scared of people, but I was just like, are you sure these people are going to feel this thing I want to do right now? You were, you, were, you were scared of whether they will like the song or they will not like the song. Mm-hmm. Whether they will feel it or they will not feel it. Or they will not feel it. They will not feel it down. They will not bust my head. I will be like, okay, okay. <laughs> Talking about busting your head. Now, which of your performances would you say was your most, um, you know, interesting performance that you would say, okay, I don't think I'll ever forget this one. And which one will you say? Ah, I'm on this one. I beg. I know everyone they remember. I'm at all. <laughs> oh, there plenty. I have plenty amazing performances. Okay, this performance I'm not going to forget it. Uh, it was in the Co Atlantic in Lagos. I performed with the dancing crew. That was the first time I performed with the dancing crew. I came from Abakaliki like they brought me to Lagos. I stayed with them for like was it a month or two? to the time of the show, like they brought me to start preparing, to start rehearsing with them, with my song. Just so we could perform Echo Atlantic and that performance was crazy. Yo, that performance, like it was the best. I, I think that's the best they've ever had there in that year. I don't know, Shago. <laughs> that's what I'll call it, because I know what other people perform and I knew that when we performed, it was electrifying, because the upcomings that were there did not do good. So we're super proud of ourselves. I'll never forget that performance. Um, then, there's one performance that they spread me money. That was one. Even that day, I, was, I didn't even have any money. But the kind of money they spread me that day, I will not forget that performance because of that money. It was crazy. Then the one where I know, where we say, I we say, you know, so, well, there was a time, you know, my um, MC, my manager then, the guy that I was managing, was also an MC and also a cinematographer. So I was following for jobs like he was having jobs a lot so he would bring me and i'll perform there uh, there was this time we went to perform uh you know he took me to a wedding one of the villages in, in Nabakaliki. so i was performing and these people were just looking at me like what's this guy doing they don't even understand my music they don't <laughs> god damn they don't even understand everybody was just no some didn't even send me they were just doing their marriage thing they were just they work at their thing I regretted it. I didn't even finish the song. I left the stage because I felt embarrassed. I was like, but I didn't, I was not like, okay, I don't understand my music, so it's not bad. Just kept calm because I knew they were not my target audience you get. I was not at the right place. I would like performing for village women that don't even know what I'm singing. Even though we're like going to still capture them and make them love our music now. But at the time then, I was like, ah, what's up now? So because they didn't respond to my sound. And there was also another experience I will not forget. This happened in Lagos. Um, I went to see my guy, Tattoo. So we went for like a function and together. So the stage was nice. Everything that was going on was nice. It was actually a end of the day party for some big people in Lagos like that. Like there were classy people there. So I was like, yo, this platform is actually great. I could perform here. Maybe you don't even know who is watching or who is around. I don't like to like miss opportunities like that. I like to like when I see a platform that is good, I like to like try and fix myself. So that day, we already fixed everything with the MC. Put my so connected my song, don't did everything like I'm ready to perform. And when they called me up on the stage, that was I've not even started performing. I was already really introducing myself like for the years to just do the sound. The chairman of the occasion, that's she's a woman, she just came, eh, she collected the mic from my hand. I'd be like, um, oh, this is not what we came to do here. Yeah. Please, please. Um, what's the next program? Wow. <laughs> are, you, are you serious? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it was crazy. Like, 
Yo, like just the play my mm, this no comes here. Bring bring. Eh, what's the next occasion? What's the next? As if she was just washing, like ah. Bro, even wow. my guy said, "Come to tell me, say no vex or bro, no vex." Even there was a lady that was there because I was like, "Ah, that should not be angry." That should be. I know that actually this is not the function that I just met it and just wanted to like perform. They didn't make plans for any performance, or they just came to do their women something, um, end of the year party, and all those things. Just all these big big people and just collect money from their husbands and do all this. Uh, what is it called? Appreciation. You get me right? <laughs> Boy, it was crazy. It was so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. I can't. I can't. I can only. I can only imagine how embarrassing it's going to be. Trust yeah. me. Like <laughs> after yo. that, I left the place. Now I didn't stay for long. I just told my guy, "Okay, like, yeah, you can't. Out. You can't stay now. Why? Would, <laughs> what are you staying for?" <laughs> like you get. I had to leave the place. But you know, all these things are just experiences. Just what we see. There must be challenges and everything. But talking about challenges, let's talk about what has been. Your most, um, you know, difficult challenges since you started doing music professionally. What would you say this has been the most? So, finances at the earlier beginning of my career, finances have somehow been a challenge. It's not easy to see somebody that will believe. Even if people believe in you, they actually believe in you. But to see someone that believes in you and that will be ready to give you the funds to pursue your dreams or follow your career or more, it's not easy. It's not easy to see. The funds, money was actually a big challenge at the time. That was why I was like on and off, on and off, on and off. I'll put out one song, I'll go back. Because I don't even have money to put out song. Where would I get money to pay blocks and all? Not like I don't have people that believe in me, but sometimes I don't like inconveniencing them. From time, I'm the type that don't inconvenience me because of my what I want. Like, okay, because I want to not be disturbing you because I know you have the money. Like, give me money, I want dress, like, give me money, I want dress. Like, no, I don't do that. So I would only drop some when I have money. I the only drop some when I don't like save some kind of money. It's not money. Sometimes I say I don't even finish the projects. I might just drop it down, not promote it. May just beside drop some. Maybe just to hear my song for that. Or for me, that was the only challenge. I didn't have any more challenge because my family also like they understood. They believed in me. The music was our thing. So they made the backs for me. Said to do music or they're supportive. Yeah. They were also helping out, yeah. They were helping out with the, the, the ones they can at the time. Like, they were doing the ones they can. But I can't, like, inconvenience everybody. No limit that's in the house. There are other people, too. So I don't have to, like, put myself first and be like, this, uh, they should do this for me, they should do that for me, you know? So we're just we're all about ourselves and we're pushing ourselves together. So funds is actually a challenge at the beginning. Um, but right now, I'm actually with a record company, with a record about Tree of Life Entertainment. And my boss, I'm a, it's crazy, man, but it's just God. It's just God, you get me? Because it's not easy to see somebody that, like I said, that believes in you and wants to, like, invest in your career. Like, put your dream in this front of black. Like, okay, I want to, like, bro, not easy. It just takes the grace of God to, like, get you to that point. Let's talk about your, let's talk about your music now. Because, I mean, you, the song that I heard, um, your song that I heard is titled um, Busy Body. And, um... Immediately I heard that song, I said to myself, this this guy is good and I need to I need to get in touch, you know, with this guy. So um I know you've been talking about you dropping an EP. Now, is yeah. that song part of the EP or was it you know different? And then also tell us about the EP. Okay, so um so the busy body is actually a very special record. I actually love the song personally. 
I love the song and it's not it's not my EP, it's a single. I just dropped it like on the 10th of February. That's when I dropped the song Easy Body. Yeah, so it's not in my EP. I dropped my EP 2020 and I recorded that EP. You know, it was 2020 that have pandemic now, COVID. That was the year of the pandemic. Yeah, that was the year of the pandemic. So Lockdown. I was in Lagos. Yeah, I was in Lagos then. I was I was working. I was working in some place. Uh I was working like to get money and like fix myself up and find studio sections and the rest. I was saving just because I knew I wanted to make EP. Like I wanted to just like I knew like it was time for me to put out an EP because I was not waiting for anybody else to like help me. Cause I left Abuja, I was working with a consultancy company. Like they wanted to manage me, but they didn't understand the vision. They didn't understand the vision. They were they were so reluctant about it. They were sleeping on me. <laughs> so to say, yeah. They were sleeping on me. So I had to like leave. So when I came to Lagos, I knew, okay, now this is me and my dream. I need to like push this. I need to do something. I don't need to just stay in one place and be waiting for a helper to come because I'm good. Miracle, it not just happen that way. So I had to start saving. Then the pandemic struck, man. I was now at home. And the guy I was staying with that uh, we danced at, at the Okan Lati before the uh, pandemic, he went to his family house. So I was now the only one in the house, only me. And it was lockdown. I was not going to work. Just in the evening, I'll just come downstairs, straight to the field close by, watch them play football. Me, I don't even used to play like that. I don't even used to play. I've never played football there. I'm just always on my own or just with some few guys there. So I'll just be vibing. That was how I wrote the, all the songs, three songs from the EP. The other two songs were really songs that I had, but I didn't drop them. They were just there in the background, but they were amazing songs too. So the rest of the songs I record, I wrote them during that period. So, and, um, cause I saved and my family was so supportive when I was in Lagos during the pandemic, cause they knew I was all by myself. So they were so supportive seeing the truth. Um, I really appreciate them. So it made me, I was able to like have money to be able to like, record immediately the pandemic went off immediately the pandemic went off i just knew okay i wanted to like record i have to like i was already prepared for the ep yeah so i named that ep psycho poetry if you listen to the ep you would understand why it's called psycho poetry and because it was during the time of the pandemic too and that was the time i wrote the whole songs from there so it was just all about what was going on in my life at the time how i was trying to discover myself how things has gone bad how you gave me like it was crazy, not like things went bad, but I was just feeling like things was not going too well. Yeah, it wasn't going well at the time. I was just trying to figure out myself and figure out what I really want to like do. Am I waiting for somebody to come and swap up my music or am I pushing it for myself? Or do I want to go back to the family house and like maybe just relax and like finish my admission and everything and just get back to school and all. It was crazy. It was such a difficult decision to me, but I still believed I stuck up to my music. I was like, okay. I'm going to do this. And I wrote those songs. Beautiful songs. I know those songs are prophecies. If you listen to those songs that I recorded in 2020 and what's happening in my life right now, you just understand everything. I think you guys should listen to that Psycho Poetry EP. So more platforms to Psycho Poetry EP. Yeah. So check it out. You understand why I named it Psycho Poetry. I understand why I recorded it that time at the time of my life because it was a lot that was going on too and nigeria too was also going on its own the world like everybody was just on standstill like you said the pandemic and you had and you were alone and you decided to you know just write about the whole a lot that the world itself was going on about and you know stuff like that 
I mean, yeah. um, for those of you that might be wondering, oh, how do I get to listen to the EP? Do not worry. I'm going to drop a link of the EP at the show notes. I mean, that is why I'm your musical plug. I always like to plug you yeah, people yeah, to, yeah. you know, new sound that you're supposed to be listening to. And that is one of the reasons why I'm also doing this so that I can introduce you to fresh and new artists so that at least you can say, ah, I don't hear the artist before he blew. You know, you can always have that familiarity with the artist. Um, now we've been talking about your musical journey so far. So, um, but we've not really said what kind of music do you do? You've mentioned rap a lot, you know, but some people might be thinking, oh, is he still rapping or is he not doing Fuji or is he not doing Afrobeat, you know? So just for clarity, for those that still don't know, what genre of music do you do? So, because I'm trying to like, I'm being versatile, I'm not even trying to be like that. I'm versatile with all these things, so I understand the music, and for me, it's good music only. From time, from when I've been doing the music, it's just been good music. So long as it's good music, I'm going to make it. I'm not going to like limit myself to my audience and be like, okay, this is just what I want you guys to hear. They might be in a different mood today. You might be in the mood to listen to this one. You might be in the mood to listen to the other one. Like, you, music is about your mood and your vibe. So because of that, I like make music that will be relatable at any time. Like at any time you can play the song and listen to it. You can have the mood for the song too. So I just make good music. For me, I make good music. Yeah, I'm a rapper, I'm a singer, I'm a songwriter. It's not too much, it's music. Yeah. So and anything that will come out for me that will be good, that will, people can relate to, people can understand and get the message that you're passing because it's your message. Sometimes you make music and you're you're not even talking, but you're talking to someone. Someone will listen to it and be like, "Yo, I'm will be emotional. I'll be in the mood and sink into the mood of what you're saying." So for me, that's the kind of music I make. Okay, I like I like the fact that you know you've not tried to box yourself into a certain genre of music, right? Like you said, you're trying to be an all-round musician. You can rap, you can but sing, even and being an all-round musician doesn't mean I don't have a particular sound. Like you listen to and be like, no, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely. I get, I get that. All right, so now we spent a lot of time talking about the music, the music, the music, and I don't want people to feel like, oh, these people are just, you know, I want them to feel the raw talent, that raw talent that. Are you having you? I want them to feel it. So now you are going to do a freestyle for us. That's you know rapper from Abakaliki that people do not want to test. We want to test to you live. So do a freestyle for us. Let's hear you. So um, it's more like a prophecy, more like salvation. I bring on to you when you give me your vision. My life is full of instance and decorations. So more of y'all niggas living in patience. Like ain't nobody gonna tell you you gonna be here. Living in pretense, more like it's weekend. Everything is gonna be till you be there. Your life is clean, all you gonna do is eat them, eat them. Living a life for go-getter. Everybody wishing the things gonna be better. But enemies all around you like fellas. Ain't nobody good to you, everybody jealous. The bigger you are, the harder you fall. Every time I come through, it's just on the fall. So yo, what up? It's your boy Skillage. That's one of Elijah. Peace out. You guys should go check out my EP, Psycho Poetry, the EP. Go check out my song, Busy Body. Okay, so um finally before you before I let you go here, let's just talk about you know what the future plans are. I mean, obviously there there will be some couple of Nigerian artists who will be like, okay, I want to work with this one. I would like to work with this one. You know, just tell us 
you know, like you said, you just dropped a new single, Busy Body, February 10th, right? What is the next? Is there like an EP in the, in, in the works or is there an album in the works and then future collaborations that you're looking at? So I've been saying you guys should like watch this space closely this year because it's going to be crazy. Like it's about to be a movie. It's already been a movie. So Busy Body is out and it's doing well. I'm going to like have an EP coming too, maybe middle of the year. But we're already working on the songs and we have some songs ready too. We have a lot of songs ready. We have a lot of songs. So we're just going to like preview them and some we're just going to like put them out. So but this is my first single for the year. And shortly I'll be like, we're not going to single. Like you guys should just watch out. I don't need to like spill it all out. Just watch out. Keep a close eye on the brand Skillaja. Always put your notifications on. Whenever you see my name pop up, go check it out. And be like, where's this boy up to? Because it's going to be a movie. It's going to be a movie so in what cinemas can they get to watch out for you <laughs> connect us to your connect us to your social media yeah. handles <laughs> okay it's worldwide cinemas then but on my um instagram is kilaja underscore gram kilaja gram kilaja underscore gram this kilaja is s-k-i-l-l-a-g-e-r that's kilaja underscore gram then on twitter is at kilaja two then on facebook Skilaja. Then on TikTok is Skilaja too. So that's about it. Just whenever you see Skilaja, that's me. But check, check very well to know the new page. Uh, even though I never really get anybody that is creating the fake page, but there are some pages that are there maybe in my early careers that I'm not using no more. So look out for the one that is active and is popping. All right. Um, Skilaja, thank you very much for being on the podcast today. I really appreciate and uh you know i wish you good luck in your music in your career and there's if there's any other way you feel like you know we can do you know we can help you spread the gospel then always make sure you reach out to us we're always here to support the brand and you know support uh the movement yeah i appreciate man thanks for having me it's nice being here i appreciate my love ladies and gentlemen boys and girls and members of the chacha nation we have come to the end of another episode of the Chacha Spotlight series. Remember, my name will always be Apistonova, your musical plug, creator of the energy force. So like, come your way with another episode. Keep the energy, keep it 100, and keep it positive. Peace out. Give me the cha-cha gang What's in my body, cha-cha gang uh, Give me the cha-cha gang Cha-cha gang What's in my body?